what I was saying was, is that today we're going to be talking about uh, hypnotic phenomena. And, and one of the most fun examples that I can think of uh, is the movie Labyrinth. Now, if you haven't seen it, you know, uh, you were probably, you know, four years old in the 80s. Uh, but th this is an awesome movie can, when you're talking about uh, hypnosis and hypnotic phenomena. And there's a couple of real key points that you need to get if you don't if you don't like Muppets and you don't want to watch the movie. Number one is when you're wearing spandex pants, you should definitely consider wearing underwear because <laughs> nobody told uh, uh, David Boyd uh, during the movie. Uh, the other the other key point about this is at the tail end of the movie, so let me spoil the whole movie, is when our protagonist, the female lead, says, you have no power over me. And everything within the within the construct fell apart. And, I, and we're, I wanted to explore that because... Uh, when John Grinder and Richard Bandler were doing uh, their research for for what would become NLP, they tested all of the hypnotic phenomena, and I've got a list of them. We're going to go over that. Um, but they couldn't find a single hypnotic phenomena that could not be manifested in a waking state. And uh, hi, hi, Hammer. I see. I see you. And uh, people are messaging. That's the problem with being on hit, uh, on Facebook Live is people are messaging me while we're doing this. But uh, anyway, I wanted to talk about a story that most people don't know about. So David Bowie was at a screening when they first released Labyrinth. And, you know, there was a bunch of kids, a bunch of parents, and everybody loved it. And there was this one kid. And... They're like, don't worry about him. He's just shy. And David Bowie asked the, asked the promoters, is like, is like, can I take a minute and talk to this kid? You know, because he doesn't look like he's shy. He looks like he's scared. And sure enough, he was absolutely correct. This kid was not shy. He was autistic. And the movie bothered him, all the people bothered him, the noise bothered him, and all this other stuff. And David Bowie sat down with this young man for a period of time and said to him, I don't know if you know this, but I'm scared too. Whenever I go out in public, whenever I do anything, I'm scared. But I have something that you don't have. I have this magic mask now you can't see it because it's invisible and but when i'm wearing my magic mask i'm okay i am behind my mask and i can interact with the world just fine would you like my mask so he like physically takes off his invisible mask and hands it to the boy the boy puts it on and then David Bowie like acts scared for a second and he like, I, I've got to make a new one. And he makes this new mask and he puts it on and he's like, oh, that's better. And that interaction, most people don't know about that. And I found it on a, on a, uh, on a website. Uh, somebody had done a, a, a blurb on social media and I went and looked it up. And what I wanted to talk about was what is going on within that interaction. And in order to do that, we have to understand 
positive and negative hallucination. Now, uh, positive hallucination is, is a type of a hallucination in which we see or hear something that isn't there. For example, you're sitting at home, the lights are dark, you have dark outside, the wind's blowing, and you're watching a scary movie, and you're hearing footsteps that aren't there, or you're hearing the hearing the uh, trees scrape against your windshield, you know, against your windows, and you know you're calling nine one one, and you know it's positive hallucination. It's not there. Negative hallucination is where something actually is there, but our mind is deleting it. You know, have you ever been walking around your house because, you know, you're late for work and you're looking for your keys and your lovely bride goes, look in your hand and you're holding your keys right there. Yeah. So people do this all of the time. And I, I know that this is just a short video that we're doing today, but uh, I you know, if you get a chance, Google or go to your favorite chatbot and ask about uh, hypnotic phenomena, because I want to give you guys a list of all of the hypnotic phenomena that we are currently using. One of them is suggestion. Uh, in hypnosis and in change work and in NLP, we use suggestion all of the time. We can sh suggest shifts in beliefs or shifts in attitude. This will give you, you know, more increased confidence or overcoming your fears. It reduces anxiety. My other favorite that I'm going to say, say right now is time distortion. Okay. Have you ever been at a conference or in a meeting or even a watching a movie where the person is just talking like this without a break at all. No pauses, no commas, just a continuous stream. You know, you're like, kill me now. Okay. And so what is happening is, is that your brain is distorting and it is lengthening time. Uh, for those of you who have experienced hypnosis or or if you're a hypnotist and you've given these instructions, I want you to play a movie. You know, I want you to play your favorite movie at the speed of thought. And, and, the, and the person will close their eyes and go, you know, and they can watch Gone with the Wind in three seconds. Okay. That's another way of shrinking or expanding time. I see somebody on the call. We won't name names or point fingers, James, and, and talking about uh, past life regression. One of the things that we do in hypnotic phenomena is age regression. You can age regress somebody. You know, think of a time when you were five. What was the name of your second grade teacher? And people go back in time. You can also age progress people and, you know, just imagine 15 years from now, people in business do this all the time when they talk about five-year, 10-year uh, projections is that you're literally doing time uh, pro, uh, project uh, progression. Thank you. <laughs> time progression. And interestingly enough, I don't know how many people know this, but uh, Japanese corporations, they have 50 and 100 year business plans. 
and they're based on five-year interlocking plans. It's, it's kind of cool, but I digress. Okay. One of the hypnotic phenomena that you may be aware of is called amnesia. And am, amnesia at... at ugh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to pause and let some people in here for a second. So please uh, chat amongst yourselves. I'm letting Jennifer in. Okay. And would you let... Uh, uh, can you... Yes. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. And I will... Uh, I will edit this later on, but right now we're live and it, it only appears crazy uh, for the moment. There's Raymond. Okay. Uh, amnesia. If you've ever been sitting with somebody and they're telling you a story and then they go, what was that guy's name? What's the name of that movie? Yeah, that's, that's an example of, of amnesia. Uh, a great example of that. I I I, I didn't see it live. I read it in a book. It was talking about John Grinder, and he noticed that his secretary had a really interesting pattern. If you gave him, if you gave her your name quickly, first and last name, she would have it. But if you said, "My name is Michael Harris." With that pause in the middle, she would never, ever, it would instantly uh, create amnesia. And she wouldn't remember your name at all. She wouldn't remember your face at all. The next uh, hypnotic phenomena is allergesia or anesthesia. Now, the, uh, one of the things that I am certified in, I don't know about anybody else here, but I do medical and uh, dental hypnosis so that you can actually... Uh, you can actually put someone into a trance where they feel no pain, or you can put them in uh, in an anesthetic process. And, and I've done that several times with people who were allergic to anesthesia and they needed uh, their uh, wisdom tooth teeth removed. Now, the next one that I want to mention is catalepsy. Okay, and you guys may be familiar, you know, with people sitting in sitting in a uh, wheelchair and they're you know they're frozen in space. But catalepsy is it, it shows up in lots of different ways. It could be stiffness of the muscles. It could be uh, it could be. Have you ever heard of the term frozen shoulder? And, and it's. One of the ways of treating that is through uh, is through uh, hypnosis and, and reducing the catalepsy. And we have talked about positive and negative uh, hallucinations, but but one that I really want to emphasize is post hypnotic suggestion. And you guys may have heard of that. And we can do a fun thing, you know, like after after today, every time that you hold a cup of coffee in your hand, I want you to remember feeling good. It's That's just a real simple post-hypnotic suggestion. But if you think about how we were raised, parenting, our teachers or ministers or uh, family members, and they had that one thing that they always said. Okay, so for example, 
you know, for example, let's say that you've got a little kid and he, and for whatever reason, he has figured out how to balance an egg on a pencil. And there he is. He's walking, walking around and he's got this egg and his bugs can go, drop it. You're going to like all this other stuff. He will ignore them completely. But if his mom, an authority figure, says, don't drop that, what do they do? They immediately, it interrupts their concentration and they do that. So throughout the year, we're going to be visiting some of these different hypnotic phenomena. I kind of wanted to give you guys an overview of what we're talking about. And I really want you to think about the ways that you see the world. What invisible masks do you wear? How do some of these tricks of the mind change or alter what you see, what you do, what you're capable of? And I want you to remember, because here's your post-hypnotic suggestion. Remember that what we believe changes everything. 